it's time for Wolverines Weekly. We sit down and recap the latest in WDC athletics. Let's hustle to it. Hey everyone, hope you're enjoying your Saturday. Welcome into Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. I'm CJ Baumgartner, and we have some great conversations coming up with your Wadena Deer Creek head coaches. We also have an interview with Nordic ski coach Terry Olson recapping his team's first ever season. That's coming up after the break. Welcome back in here to Wolverines Weekly, and we're joined with Wadena Deer Creek Nordic skiing head coach Terry Olson and coach. You know, the season's all wrapped up now here. I believe the state tournament just wrapped up for Nordic skiing. But, Coach, just talk about how the first ever Wolverine Nordic skiing team went this year. Well, I thought it was uh, really good. Um, we kind of went in uh, knowing that uh, we were going to be on the bottom of the pile, so to speak. And uh, But... It- sections uh our boys ended up 11th out of 12 teams so rather than being on the bottom we were close to the bottom um so that that was a good thing and then uh our girls uh we uh did a a relay um because we only had two girls able to compete and uh they finished uh ninth of 12 teams on that so uh we were pretty uh pleased about that um there was a couple comments that uh uh were made that are positive for us guys um there was a wilmer junior high girl who uh wilmer was expected to beat us um in our heat of the uh, relay and our girls, uh, Johanna Brunsberg and Emma Reese, were way in front of their girl. And the junior high girl said, Wadena is doing awesome. And uh, one of the guys that, in fact, uh, Danny Berry, who grooms the uh, trail at Black's, he was there helping out and he heard that, so... That's a real good positive for us. And then I was talking to the Detroit Lakes coach, and I said, yeah, we were better. He said, yeah, I remember you guys in that first uh, event uh, that was at Detroit Mountain. And he said, you guys are a lot better than than back then. So uh, I guess what I saw and we saw was true. There's more people who noticed it than just me. Um, But we had a lot of, well, you know, being a first-ever program, we had a lot of firsts. Uh, We had a a couple of first-place finishes. That was uh, Cooper Damlo in the rookie race at uh, St. Cloud. And uh, in the junior high division, it was uh, Grant Nelson. Um, He took a first. And we had... uh, one uh, top five finish that was uh, Lydia Oldakowski in the uh, in the first race of the season, and then we had uh, a top ten finish from uh, Bjorn Brunsberg in the uh, uh, JV uh, Classic race at uh, Alexandria. Um, we had uh, our first full team. 
that was uh, a JV team, and we finished sixth of eight uh, in that, and we beat uh, uh, Moorhead and uh, Alexandria, and we were just five points away from uh, Little Falls. So uh, that was a good effort for us, too. Um, but it was a fun season. Uh, I told the kids, I find, found out one thing about uh, Nordic skiing. If they say that the starting time is whatever, it'll be close to that. Because uh, in Nordic skiing, you know, things come up like uh, bad weather, bad uh, I know one team was late getting there to one meet, so they delayed it 20 minutes. And uh, so, you know, I'm used to track and cross country where you have a specific time and that's when you go. Well, Nordic skiing isn't that way because of the uh, conditions that we're under. Uh, we are lucky this year because uh, we had as good a snow conditions as we've ever had. Uh, I remember when we were at uh, Camp Ripley, one of the uh, coaches was saying, he said, you know, we've skied in mud, and we've skied on grass, and we've skied when it's 20 below, and this year was just perfect. It was like 15, 20 degrees, lots of snow, everything was groomed nicely. So, you know, for our first season, we were pretty lucky as far as the conditions went. Um, so, yeah, we started, we started out, I was hoping that we would uh, field the team for the section race and for the boys. Uh, you know, we were 11th out of 12 teams, so uh, that was good. Our, uh, uh, with our two girls who competed at sections, uh, in the relay, they did an outstanding job. Uh, like I said, we were ninth out of and out of twelve, and we we're probably expected to be last. Uh, so that was great. Um, yeah, of course we'll miss our seniors. We graduated four: uh, Eric Malone and uh, Ashley Lipinski. But then our, our two uh, our two varsity girls from the section race, uh, Johanna Brunsberg, who had an outstanding uh, race, and uh, Emma Reese, uh, she did her normal outstanding effort. Uh, so we have uh, basically our top five. Uh, varsity or our top five boys will be coming back so we're hoping we can do better uh next year because for one thing we'll be able to start uh right on time instead of two weeks late like this year um so i i think things are going in a positive direction for us all right, talking here with Wadena Deer Creek head Nordic ski coach Terry Olson. Coach, thanks for taking the time to join the program and just talk all about your team. It was really cool to get to follow you guys this year and get to get to learn a little bit more about Nordic skiing, and it's really cool that uh, Wadena Deer Creek is able to offer this. So 
Great, uh, great job this season, and best of luck heading into the next season, Coach. Thanks a lot. And again, it's it's a, so cool that Wadena Deer Creek has this Nordic skiing team. No schools around the area have it. It's uh, something for those kids who don't want to do basketball or wrestling or hockey or whatever, and they get a chance to still be active, still get to be a part of a team, get the coaching. You know, other than just playing the sport, they get all the uh, they get all the stuff that comes with it as well, and that's just great. So it's really cool to get to follow this inaugural uh, Nordic ski team here at Wadena Deer Creek. Well, we have more to come as we talk with our head basketball coaches. We have an interview with Wadena Deer Creek head basket boys basketball coach Kevin Thunberg coming up after the break here on Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Welcome back here to Wolverines Weekly, and we're joined with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Thunberg. Coach, just talk about how uh, the week's been here for your team. Hey, CJ. Um, the week's been pretty good uh, since we last talked. Well, I suppose you talked to Coach Brock Pauly last Friday, um, but last Friday night, uh, Monaga came here, and we got a, I got a big uh, conference win and a section win over them. Um, a good fought game with the Braves on Tuesday. We went to Sabika and uh, we beat the Trojans. So that was a fun game. Um, got a lot of everybody got playing time there. A lot of different kids getting some buckets. So that was a fun game for us. Uh, and then last night uh, we were previously scheduled to play East Grand Forks today or Friday night, um, but due to the impending weather, um, AD Norm Gallon was willing to to reach out to East Grand for us and try to get that game moved up. Um, and East Grand wanted to get it in too because we're both. Uh, kind of really close in the section, and so for section tiebreakers and just a section game, we both wanted to make sure we got it in. Uh, so they were able to come down to us uh, last or two nights ago, Thursday, and uh, we got a big win over them. Um, it was a four-point game. Our, our boys, boys battled like crazy. Um, you know, and that was a team. East Grand's, a, you know, they're a good team. Uh, Pelican Rapids, who's sitting like at a three-seed right now in our section. Um, East Grand Forks actually beat them about a week ago. Um, and we had a good game with Falcon too, so it was it was fun to see us compete against some some good competition, and uh, it was overall a pretty good week for us. Yeah, and, and you talk about that just a, a good week you've had with the team, and what do you think's been some of the reasons why uh, you guys have been able to have so much success here the last few games? You know, I think one big thing is uh, that guys are just getting more comfortable. Uh, I think kind of our roles and what they're doing on the team is kind of getting figured out here, and. And guys are just really excelling at their roles. We're playing with a lot of confidence lately, um, both offensively and defensively. Our rebounding has really picked up. Um, we've had some guys that really haven't filled up the, the stat sheet on on rebounds, and they've been coming through for us. Uh, so one of our big things and big focus points every night is to hold teams to one shot. And fortunately for us, um, over this week-long stretch, um, we've been able to do that, and we're seeing a lot of success from it. And talking here about that East Grand Forks game again that you guys just got off of here, I mean, just everything about it, uh, you know, uh, it's it's a close game, it's a section game, and just it's on your home floor. Did it have that playoff atmosphere to it? Oh, absolutely. It was one of those, I mean, there were, we were the only game in town that night. Um, there was no hockey, no wrestling, no girls basketball. Um, so our student section was rocking. Um, our our home, home adult fan base was, was built up pretty good. I think just a lot of people that maybe haven't been to a game in a while uh, made it out for that game. Uh, it was an earlier game. It started at 5.30 just to allow East Grand Forks to get back to East Grand before the, uh, the kind of the winter storm hit. Um, but it, there, there was a lot of, lot of people there. Um, they were loud. They were engaged in the game. And, and our boys definitely fed off of that. 
Uh, you know, I think anytime you get get a crowd that's not only loud in there, but engaged in the game, you know, understanding that, hey, when the other team's shooting free throws, be loud, make some noise, go crazy, um, and those kind of things. It was, it was just a fun atmosphere. Um, the game was pretty physical, uh, both East Grand Forks and our boys uh, defensively and in the trenches rebounding. Uh, we're very physical with each other, and the rest let us play, um, which is a good indication of what's going to happen in the section. Uh, kind of leading up to the section playoffs the last few years, uh, we we get some officiated games that are really tight where they don't let them play very often. We jump in the playoff game, and they let a lot of stuff go um, where getting more and more games like this with that physicality um, is only going to help us come March time. And you mentioned that getting towards the playoffs here. So that's a f- uh, just now a couple of weeks away. It's right around the corner here. And just talk about uh, how, I guess, just how are you guys feeling heading into that playoff game? And how do wins like this against section opponents just help kind of get confidence in what you guys are trying to do? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is it just builds confidence. Um, like I said, we had a game earlier this year uh, with Pelican Rapids oh, about three weeks ago. Um, and as I'm looking at the standings right now, they'd be the three seed if the playoffs started today. Um, and to know that we were up on them at halftime and finished the game close, you know, a good game, uh, lets us know that, you know, any team three through 16, uh, we can compete with. Uh, the top two teams, DGF and Perm, we haven't gotten to see yet. Um, so that'd be, you know, hard to gauge off of that one. Um, but, you know, everybody else in the mix that we could see first round could be anybody from um, Holly or War Road, Teacher River Falls, Barnesville, Park Rapids. Um, any of those teams, I think, if we can play with the same energy and intensity that we have been the last couple of weeks, I think we have a very legitimate shot at winning that game and moving on to the second round. Um, you know, I think, like you said, having games like this and building these kind of games into our schedule like we have late in the season uh, is only going to help us. You know, it gets you uh, mentally ready, uh, that you have to be focused and ready on every single possession, um, you know, and I think that's going to help us come play out. And last question for you here, Coach. Now uh, a couple more weeks left here in the regular season, but from where you guys were into November to where you are now, what's one of the what's one of the areas where you've seen your team take the biggest jump? You know, I think CJ. One thing that we've talked um, in these interviews almost all year about is kind of our our inexperience. You know, from the start of the year, we have a lot of sophomores, a lot of younger guys that haven't gotten many uh, minutes at the varsity level, and I think one thing that's happened now for us is we've kind of gotten over that hump of these guys being inexperienced and, you know, giving them that kind of that crutch of all your sophomores and we get it, where now they've gotten that experience and they're, they've been in a lot of close games um, early in December and early January. Uh, and unfortunately we came up short in those games, but now playing those close games, uh, we find ourselves on the winning side of a lot of them. And I think that that experience that we've, you know, got to experience early in the season uh, is kind of paying off here and guys are getting more and more comfortable um, with their roles at the varsity level, um, their understanding and believing in themselves now uh, that they belong here and that they can play at this level. And I think uh, that's, that's probably the biggest thing, that we've just come a long ways from um, being in those close games and coming up just short to now we're in those close games, kind of having some, some control in those close games um, and finishing on the, the positive side of them. So it's, it's a fun experience, and with you know two full weeks of the Raiders season left to go, uh, we do have six games um, jam-packed in those two weeks. So to keep building on the experience and keep building our guys' confidence is going to be huge for us. And I, I like, Coach, I'm going to get one more question out of here. You kind of mentioned yep. something at the end is that uh, is that ability to kind of win games at the end. And just 
that's something you know I I've, everybody says it all the time it's you know good teams find a way to win games and just how crucial is it that your guys are learning how to do that yeah I think it's huge um, I'm looking right at our schedule here uh, just all of our games we've had this year and early in the season you know we had a, a tough loss over at Staples by about seven points we had a tough loss to Pillager by four points the tough loss to Aiken by five points to Verndale by two um, you know to Mills by six where Hancock by 10, where we just had a lot of really close, good games, um, and we just didn't make the plays uh, down the stretch. Uh, we didn't get stops defensively, and we didn't offensively execute when we needed to. And, and lately, we've been able to get those stops. You know, Specifically, both Pillager, Monaga, and East Grand Forks all had the ball um, with about an under a minute where they could have tied or gone ahead in the game. And every time our defense has answered the call and they've gotten that big stop and the rebounds that we've made our free throws, uh, where that that's huge. I mean, you can't you can't just put yourselves in those situations randomly and hope for the best. Where we've been, you know, kind of battle tested in a way with having ten plus games being close within ten points. Um, and I think just gaining all that experience and understanding how crucial those defensive stops are and making the free throws are, um, our boys are starting to understand that, and they really focus in at that time. And we're making the plays. Talking here with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to join us, and we'll chat again next week. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Always fun to see when a team can be playing their best basketball at the end of the season. Um, really just cool because it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of hours that these kids have put in and the coaches have put in, and not even just during the season but in the summertime, and to see it all come together uh, at the most important time, which is the end of the year, is really cool to see it all come together and everything just pay off. And we're going to hear about uh, some of the hard work that the Wadena Deer Creek girls basketball team is doing. We're going to check in with their coach now. Next up here on Wolverines Weekly, we are talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressup. And coach, just talk a little bit about how uh, your team's been doing here the last week. Yeah, it's been a it's been a solid week here. We uh, went on the road last Friday and beat a very tough Pillager team by one. That was a a back and forth battle and um we had a, a few different players step up and um that was a that was just a big win for for so many reasons you know um they're a tough team first of all we kind of had a, a tough game against them the first time we played them and we uh had to approach it with a different mindset and different mentality and i feel like that's what we did we were more confident out there and um you know we were just having some fun and so we kind of used that to go into um, Tuesday's game against Managa, and uh, they're a tough team, obviously, you know, 20-2, and two, and we knew it would be a challenge, and um, I just told the girls, you know, there's no no pressure on us. The pressure's on them. We can just go out there and play and, and uh, play hard and live with the result. So um, we ended up, uh, we were down 10, I think it was, at halftime. They went on a little run. Um which is what Monaga is known for. You know, they can go on 10, 15-point runs in, in, you know, a minute. But they went on a little run in that second half, and we bailed back and, um, you know, kept it a tight game all throughout. And um, it was uh, it was a fun one. So it's been a good week. Yeah, and uh, obviously we were there on the call for that Monaga game. And talking to you before, you were talking about how it was going to be that, you know, just kind of see how they match up, see how they play against a, a good team like Monaga. And just talk a little bit about how you, you felt your team played and what you think are some things you could take away from that game. Yeah, I feel like we, we handled the press a lot better uh, the second time around. 
um, you know, in comparison to the first time where we had, you know, multiple turnovers that led to easy buckets for Monaga, and that's kind of how they, um, that's kind of how they go on those runs is, is, uh, creating points off of our turnovers. And, um, uh, we didn't turn the ball over too, too much. Um, you know, we did have a few here and there, but, um, I felt like we were just more, more confident with the ball and we weren't on our heels and we weren't afraid of making mistakes. Um, and when you have that sort of mentality and just trust yourself, trust your teammates that, you know, good things, good things come. And, um, you know, Montana Carson hit, hit, I think four threes and Addy had a great first half, you know, scoring 12 and, you know, Madison Packer has been playing the best she has all year, you know, especially offensively scoring the ball um, and just being kind of that steady floor leader for us. And, um, and then Lauren Gravel chipping in and Cora Andrews playing, playing some good basketball too. So, um, you know, it, you know, not one for moral victories, but, um, you know, to, to lose by, by 10 and, and keep it a game all throughout against a very tough and athletic Monaga team, we, uh, we can take a lot of good things from it, but you know, at the same time, it's a loss and we got to keep improving too at the same time. Do you think, uh, based on kind of what you're talking about with how your team has been playing, do you think they're playing their best basketball right now? Um, I think so. Um, I think um, we're doing a lot of good things. We're making a lot of improvements. You know, we're you know we're looking at film and we're talking with the girls about what they need to improve on, and they're you know saying themselves what they need to improve on and. Um, they're just being coachable and they're, you know, taking those things to heart and, uh, uh, getting better and better. And so when we have a whole team that's, that's doing that, you know, you know, it'll, it'll show up. And I feel like we are playing, playing well, um, doing some good things on, on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, and, and a lot of what we started the season with was, was, you know, finding some scores, finding some playmakers, and finding some people that will take some shots. And I feel like that's um, we're figuring those things out as we go. And um, you know, we're not uh, not a team, not a coach to just say, "Oh, we're good." Um, you know, let's just kind of coast throughout the rest of the year. We got a couple weeks left here, you know, until uh, until playoffs, and hopefully, we can keep things trending in the right direction. Yeah, and you only have uh, four games left to go here until playoff time. Is there, a, I guess, kind of in these final handful of games, what are you looking to tighten up with with your team? Yeah, I would say just you know executing, um, executing our offense and um, our different you know sets. We're we're continuing to um, you know work on that. There's still some some mishaps here and there where. We're not quite sure where we need to be, and so we're we're going to continue to work on you know um, having girls step up and be leaders out on the court and uh, direct each other around um, out there. Um, I would say just continue to have that offensive mindset and uh, you know continue to be aggressive and and make those those steps forward and uh, you know play play well and, and play together as a team. Talking here with Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressip. Coach, thanks for taking the time to join the program, and we'll talk to you again next week. Sounds good. Thank you, CJ. Appreciate it.
Welcome back here on Wolverines Weekly, and we're talking here with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wallum. Coach, just talk about how it's been for your team here in the last week. Uh, give us an update. Um, we just competed uh, in the first round of the team section tournament on Tuesday the 15th against the number one seed West Central Area, Ashby Brandon Evansville. Um, you know, we, we lost that one, but, you know, they're a really good team. They're the favorites in the section, and they're going to represent our section really, really well. But our kids, you know, they like I've said all season long, they didn't back down when they came to uh, tough opponents like West Central. And, you know, just through this season, just talk about some of the ways your team has kind of improved from where you saw them in November to now to this point here in February. Just month-by-month progression has been hands-down phenomenal for all these kids across the board. Um, our emphasis all season long is peaks and valleys. There's going to be peaks and valleys. We just focus one month at a time. Well, the winter sports season started November 22nd, and we just focused November 22nd to December 22nd. What can we do in that month? And then so on and so on all the way you know, through February 22nd. What can we do month to month, week to week, just to do that? And all the kids have done really well. Um, they're all very aware that, you know, this week I might struggle. And then maybe somebody else on the team is doing really well. Everybody's at different points, but they're really always there for each other, picking each other up by the bootstraps. And, you know, just talk a little bit about how your team has kind of responded to that so far uh, through the season, just kind of how they've taken the challenges you and the coaching staff have given them. You know, there's been some leadership, um, really kids and stepping up in the leadership roles. You know, you know some kids um, really – you know, found something about themselves. You know, kids like Mason Brock, um, you know, he kind of stepped into a, a role-playing uh, position last year, and this year really is, you know, taking that even further. Um, you know, Kobe Andrus, too, he's same thing with him. Last year he became, you know, the MVP of the team, and he's really done well on the leadership end, you know, helping kids out. Because um, every, every kid's got their, their battles and their struggles, and they're all responding well. Um, but just having those two guys there, especially, you know, keeping the kids going because they don't always like to listen to adults, um, but having just another voice there is awesome. And, and you mentioned that. You, uh, just touch on that a little bit more here because, as you know, your first couple of years here, uh, being the head coach of the wrestling program, trying to build the program the way you guys want it, obviously you guys want to do the things that you can do, but having the players buy in and, and preaching that message to the younger kids, how important is that? Well, that's super important to establish a culture, and it's starting to catch on. Um, we had a lot, of, an influx of first-year wrestlers this year, um, a lot of brand-new seventh graders. First time they put on their shoes was this season, and they really loved it. Um, you know, as a coach, you kind of like, well, they don't really know what they're going to get into because it's a long physical season, and you just expect some kids to quit, but none of them did. Um, they really, you know, come closer together as a team bond, um, not just that seventh grade group, but the whole team in general. They really look forward to cheering each other on, you know, being mad side at tournaments, just kind of following each other, um, you know, scouting other wrestlers for each other, which is really good to see. And for yourself as well, just being uh, the head coach here now and kind of getting comfortable in that role and with your staff and everything, how, how big has the season been kind of in that development for you as a coach? Um, it's been outstanding. You know, I've got some real good um, assistants and parents, you know, that have really stepped in and helped, um, you know, and then even local businesses that have been willing to step in and help, you know, just do 
you know, donate things like food and fruit and, you know, nice things like that. That's really takes load off my plate. And just knowing I've always got a support system there is just wonderful. Um, Ben Henley is the first year assistant coach. He's been great. I've been kind of relying on him to focus on the practice end of things. Um, Brian Brock has been a volunteer assistant all season, and he's done a great job helping scout and, you know, work with kids one-on-one, building relationships and stuff like that. And now, Coach, obviously the team wrestling season is done, but still have individuals coming up. Just give us a little preview of kind of how, uh, just kind of what that's all shaking up to look like. So there's um, this Saturday, the 19th here, Madeline Gallant will be participating in the first ever individual section for the girls. Um, so she'll be competing at the 138-pound weight class in Sartell. And that'll be really exciting. There's a lot of unknowns. We don't know how many girls yet are in her weight class. Um, we just know that the top two advance to the state tournament at the XL Center, and it'll be really exciting. And then the following Saturday, the 26th, uh, Wadena Deer Creek hosts the Section 6A individual tournament. And, that, again, that'll be a, a real tough tournament. It'll be very similar to our conference tournament. And, again, the top two kids from each weight class advance to the XL Center in St. Paul and hoping to send, you know, I think three is a reasonable goal for our team. We've got three guys that are in positions to do it but you never know there could be five guys it's a very unpredictable tournament because you get this late in the season some kids are checking out some kids get hurt some kids get sick just anything can happen and just you know touch on that a little just about kind of with wrestling you know it's a little bit different because it's not just a you know like there is the team aspect of it but there's also the individual part and just talk about how uh, you know different that is from other sports with a player you know their the team season is done but now they still have a chance to still go to the state tournament yep so focusing on the individual side is real um, unique because each kid is in a different scenario so you're not really coaching the team necessarily anymore you're coaching individuals and it's kind of, you know, it's way more fun to be part of a team. Um, and it's, you know, you're really focusing on the individual. So it's each kid's in a different scenario. So you kind of got to, you know, play to their strengths and play to their situation. All right, talking here with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wollum. Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to join in on the program. And we'll chat at you again next week. All right, see you, CJ. Crazy to think, but we're already in the thick of the wrestling postseason with section playoffs well underway, and now teams like Wadena Deer Creek preparing for the individual tournaments coming up as well. And speaking of playoffs, one team is getting close to that. We're talking with the Wadena Deer Creek hockey team to get an update on their season. Next up here on Wolverines Weekly, we are talking with Wadena Deer Creek head hockey coach Scott Woods. And coach, just talk a little bit about how things have been going with your team over the last week. Uh, we had a good week. I mean, we just uh, we ended up just having one game um, to kind of wrap up our regular season. So we ended up playing against uh, Sock Rapids, and it ended up being quite the exciting game. It was certainly a our starting goalie. You know, went to warm up and had hurt his groin the week before, but thought he'd be okay, and turned out he couldn't go. So our senior goalie, who has been great and worked his tail off all year, got the chance to get the start and was kind of thrust into the into the job early on. So it, it ended up being, like I said, quite a barn burner. It was, Delhi was a little nervous early and gave up a couple goals and we ended up getting down four to one in the first and then uh, challenged the kids to, to give them some goal support and see if we could get back in the game. And we came out and scored four in the second to go up five, four, uh, and then went into the third and it was just a great back and forth battle from there. They tied it 
we got a power play with a couple minutes to go and scored, and then they tied it again 22 seconds later, and then um, we ended up scoring a nice goal in overtime to win it. Yeah, and just talk about what the atmosphere is like when you're in those kind of games, when it's back and forth and it feels like anybody can score at any minute. What's it, what's it feel like on the sideline? Well, I think a lot of it is it's a lot like a playoff atmosphere is part of it. I mean, just the excitement of knowing, you know, it can go both ways. And um, part of it is just knowing it's never over. I think that's the biggest thing. It's not like we had it locked down or they did. They probably felt like they did after the first. Um, so it, uh, you know, it always brings an exciting atmosphere for the fans, especially. And you mentioned a little bit, it feels like a playoff atmosphere, regular season wrapped up here. You guys focusing on the playoffs just to to let everybody know who are you guys going to be playing and where's it going to be at? Uh, We will be at home. We ended up with the four seeds, we'll have the five seed, uh, Morris Benson at our rink on Tuesday night at seven. So we're hoping to get a nice crowd and, uh, it's been a long time since we've had that. I know many, many years since we've had a playoff game, but it's been a play-in game, you know, like a seven ten seed. But we haven't been a high, you know, higher seed like this for a long time. So we're we're pretty excited and look to get a home win. Yeah, and you know, just talk about that with your team getting a home playoff game. Obviously, a four seed. Um, just talk about all the work that they've put in to get to that point and putting themselves in position to obviously being the four seed. You know, getting a home playoff game and have a chance to win and and pl- keep advancing. Just how how fun has the season been? Well, I think it's been great. You know, and I mean, it, it goes way back to to them working hard since they were mites. You know, we had some good coaches down there that worked on skills and did the things that we wanted. Those were things. Uh, even as I, I was down there with them as well, you know, and, and not even as a high school coach yet and just trying to press that we work on skills and make the game fun and keep kids involved. And and we pressed real hard to play a hockey where we were playing really competitive teams. And quite honestly, they took a beating for a couple of years and, and stuck with it and, and believed in the program and kept working. And, and here we are with, well, you know, with the winning season, it's been a while since that's happened as well. So it's nice to see, you know, they, you know, they took the things that we asked them to do when they were younger, and it's built all the way up, and and they're getting the rewards of it now. You know, they're getting that home seed, and, um, you know, it's been nice to see. It's just a group that's very competitive. It doesn't matter what we do at practice. You know, if we have um, hard-working days or we have fun days, they they don't want to lose in anything, and, and they put in the time in the offseason. They, they certainly deserve it. We do a summer program that, you know, gets them out there but also allows them to do other things in the summer, you know, it's a nice balance, and then they choose to do some extra stuff on their own, and and it shows. I mean, that's where winning programs come through, and um, finding that right balance of putting in the extra time and effort, and and also escaping and playing baseball and football and golf and whatever they track, you know, whatever they choose to do, and and these kids have found that nice balance, and and uh, they're very deserving to be where they are right now. They've they've certainly put in the time and effort. And now looking ahead towards that playoff game. Uh, just what are you guys going to need to do to get that win and advance to the next round? Well, I think a lot of it come playoff time. You know, I've done this long enough to know that you've taught them what you what you can by this point, and all we can do is get them ready for specifics of this team. You know, watch some more game film and, and have certain systems set up and ready. And, and once you've done that and established all that, it's I've learned from many other good coaches over the years. It, it's kind of on them once you've given them the tools. So they've just got to show up ready to play work hard and, and stay real level. You know, we, we talk about not getting too high or too low if you get a lead or get down. Um, and they showed that re- resiliency the other night, getting down 4-1 and coming back. So I think they've got all the tools they need. It's just a matter of coming to play, executing a good game plan, and, uh, you know, just hope things go your way. Sometimes you play great in the playoffs and it doesn't go your way. You 
know, sometimes a hot goaltender can get in the way and, you know, you just hope that you get all the pieces in place and, <laughs> excuse me, they're, you know, they're a good solid team. They work hard, not real flashy. They don't have one player that completely stands out. A couple players that stand out a little bit, but uh, more of a kind of a lunch fail work hard, you know, so we've got to show up ready and not look past them. And, you know, uh, if you get the win on uh, Tuesday, you advance to the next round and just, you know, make a case for me, Coach Woods, just what is, make a case for your team that they can go on a playoff run. Well, I think part of it is, is we've got some pieces that we, that, you know, it's hard to put it all together every year. You know, we've had, we've, at times we've been a little inconsistent. We had a tough stretch a little bit ago here and, you know, playing some really good teams and then we had some sickness going around. But other than that, we've showed up to play, you know, and it's been good to see where this year we've, we've been scoring more goals than we've, you know, had in the past. We've been giving up less goals, you know, whether it's the defenseman or the goaltending, you know, it's a whole team effort when it comes to that. But on both sides, you know, our goals for and goals against are better, which is a big deal. Our power play, our special teams have been better. And it takes all those pieces to really, you know, be able to play. And I, I think come playoff time, you know, one of the biggest things is you can get solid goaltending. You can play against a higher seed and win, but you've got to have your your goal scorers be able to finish and put away too. It's, it doesn't just happen on one end. It's, you know, come playoff time. That's that's what kind of makes hockey a fun sport that way. You can, you know, have the great equalizer. Like I said, you run up against a hot goaltender in a playoff game, and and sometimes the team that isn't supposed to win ends up winning that way. So it's it, it makes it fun. It's, it's certainly an exciting time of year, and um, we just hope that our kids, you know, show up and do the best they can. And we've had some, you know, tough days with weather, unfortunately, where it's been tough to get on the ice and get the practice that we want. But, you know, all in all, we've we've been happy with the year, and I think if we – show up and give our best effort and get some bounces to go our way, we could uh, scare some people in the playoffs here. All right, talking here with Wadena Deer Creek head hockey coach Scott Woods. Coach, thanks for taking the time to join in the program. Best of luck with the playoffs coming up uh, in the next week, and we'll uh, talk it all down next uh, next week. All right, sounds good. Thank you. That'll wrap up our show for today. This has been Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Stay tuned next week as we will bring you more conversations with the Wadeen Deer Creek coaches and more. See you then. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tenna Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation. Gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tenna Intimate Pads. Visit TennaSample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna.